Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org. Joining me today to talk about electric vehicles, I've got three folks. I was supposed to have four. Maybe he'll still call in. But electric vehicles becoming more and more common. Estimates very widely showing that executives expect 52% of new vehicles sales to be all electric by 2030. So these are some early adopters with me in the studio. I have Vance Struenberg. I have Mary Stindle. And on the phone, I have our friend Lee Pomeroy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. So electric vehicles are not new, but they're becoming more and more talked about as a way, and we're talking every day is Earth Day, as a way to do cleaner, hopefully more efficient ways to to travel, etc. And Lee, I know that you are a very early adapter of electric vehicles because I live in the same neighborhood and I'll be out pulling dandelions in the yard and Lee will pull up beside me in his very, very quiet Prius. So let's talk about your first encounter with electric vehicles and why you decided it was important to do this. Well, I'm not the uh, real early adopter. There are others. I bought my Prius Prime, um, which is actually a hybrid car, but uh, with plug-in capability. So it is not all electric. You know, it's got a gas engine in it like a regular Prius, uh, but it does have the capability of going up to, well, it depends upon the age of the car, say 25 miles in an all-electric mode without turning on the gas engine. So we got this because, um, well, actually we had solar panels on the house already, and we could charge our car, you know, at pretty much no cost because we supplied our own energy. And uh, it was very efficient, and with the tax credit, it was about the same price as a regular Prius. So uh, it's been a good investment. I'm actually looking to upgrade right now, but, uh, you know, it's, I've, I've never regretted it. And there, it's sort of a bright blue color. You can't miss it. And there are several other people in town have the same exact car. One is Ted Downey, uh, Pete Peterson, who used to teach at MSU, and the School Sisters of Notre Dame. Well, so there you go. You've got the matching car. So maybe if it's, I wave and it's not you, well, that's why. All right. Well, we've got Vance and Mary in the studio, and they have an electric car as well. What one do you have? We have a, a Bolt EV. Okay, a Bolt EV. And tell me a little bit about that. We bought it in June Let's see, it was June 19th of this last year, of 2021, and it is a 2022, actually. Um, All electric. It was kind of a, I had did a lot of, you know, research and looked at it, and and, um, one day we were just going through the car lot, and we we drove through um, Mankato Motors here, and they had one, and I'm a sucker for little cars. (laughs) Okay. And I saw this car, and I, I used to drive a, my, my favorite car in the whole world is a Volkswagen Beetle, and that's what I used to drive. So for me to see this car and say, oh my God. It's cute. Is, it's cute, and, and it's all electric. And I looked at Vance, and he knew we, you know. It was he, all over. Yep, yeah, it was. Well, it was, and I'm, I'm one that does my background, and so we actually went to every dealership to find electric cars across 
the city of Mankato. We didn't go out of out of the city, but we 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 went, and and there were other other uh, vehicles, but of course none of the cost because the the Bolt is probably the lowest priced EV that you can find, and uh, you know. But we looked at other ones. And they were either too big. I think uh, Volkswagen's got a uh, electric vehicle, and it was it was rather large. I mean, and Mary's like she said, she likes a smaller vehicle. Sure. But the, the interesting part is, I looked at her. I said, "Well, I'm not trading in my pickup." Oh, man! Okay. So, uh, if you want this, your bug has ha- has to go. And she says, "Oh, I know." You know, it's like, okay. So uh, we did our, our uh, like I said, our due diligence, went around, checked other vehicles out, checked a lot of stuff out with electric vehicles, and then we went and made the deal with uh, Mankato Motors. And uh, I we've been, Never regretted it. We've been happy ever since. I mean- Never uh, regretted it. There's a course, learning curve. There's, there's I, I will not, you know, there's definitely a learning curve on it. Is yours all it. electric then? Like, mm-hmm. like, all electric. Because- you have kind of a hybrid, Lee, and you mentioned you're mm-hmm. looking to upgrade. So what, what are you considering now then, an all-electric perhaps like these guys have? Well, I'm actually looking for an all-wheel drive uh, plug-in hybrid. Okay. Because okay. I uh, do a lot of traveling, and sometimes I'm just not where there are plug-ins. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I still have to rely on a gas engine, uh, and I, tra- I like going you know, sort of out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for an all-wheel drive uh, plug-in hybrid, uh, but they're virtually non-existent in Minnesota. That will change because of the uh, clean cars rule that the states uh, adopted. So that will be, you know, that will be less of a problem. I'm actually out here in California, and I'll look uh, for perhaps, you know, what they have out here. And heck, I might just come home with a different car than what I left with. <laughs> there you go. No doubt. So, yeah, no doubt. Well, I wanted I want to ask. Oh, before I, I w- to ask, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, Vance uh, and and Mary, have your, your bolt. Uh, have they recalled your bolt because of the battery problem? And how have you have you dealt with that? It. They have recalled it. I have got a recall letter, but because I bought one of the, I bought it a, a 2022, which was on the lot, and mm-hmm. actually, they're they, they they can't say it you know, blanket, but mine was one of the okay ones, but it's still on the recall mm-hmm. list. So whenever, yes. and, and the, the thing about GM is I get a, I get a um, phone call every week telling me where I am, you know, okay, we're, we're this place and, you know, with it. And yeah, you're, you're going to get a, you're going to get a new battery and I'm not worried about it. I don't, like I said, I've got a, a one of the very last ones that before they stopped, selling them in the summer and Mm -hmm. um so yeah it'll it'll get there and like i said i'm not worried about it we park it in the garage even though we're probably not supposed to you know because of the battery issue oh really yeah there was a battery well Well, is that just because of this issue so eventually when they fix that hopefully you can park in your garage oh Oh, Oh, okay yeah yep that's exactly right but i'm not concerned about that um and when we got the vehicle, um, we knew that we would also put a charger in our garage. So we have a level two yep. charger in our garage. What does that mean, level two? Um, a level one runs on regular household current, okay. 
which would, if your car was totally depleted, it would take you about three days to get it totally charged Whoa, up. Whoa, that's a long time. A oh. level, level two is, is if it's completely depleted, they're talking around seven hours. Okay, you so know, that overnight. may be considered one of the cons is the time it takes to refuel it. Right, essentially but with a, a level, which, which that's what we've done 99% of yeah. the time. We just, we, we drive it during the day, we charge it up at night. But a level three, uh, now they're getting superchargers out there that are under an hour, uh, sometimes under half an hour that you could charge a, a vehicle up, which is the same time you, you spend at a gas station. So mm-hmm. um, this is, you know, to us, it's, it's like the whole uh, issue of, oh, we don't have enough charging stations, which we don't. That's what I was going to ask you, and as Lee mentioned that too, is that he has the hybrid because there aren't enough of the charging stations. So that is one right now an issue, and hopefully that will be changing. How are you feeling about that? Either one of you, Lee or Vance well, or Mary? I, I can step in. Uh, uh, Blue Earth County uh, put in for a energy project, a federally funded energy appropriations bill through the federal government. Got signed off by uh, Senators Klobuchar and Smith, and we were picked as the only federally funded energy project in the state of Minnesota. Wow. Uh, This is a $5.4 million uh, appropriations bill. So what is that going to do for us then? For one thing, we're going to put in 20 EV charging stations across the city of Mankato. Is that enough? You know, it's a it's, it's a start. this is what Blue Earth County is doing. No, that's not enough. But this is what Blue Earth County itself is doing, and and then we're going to also put in uh, solar panels, and for in our new public works building. Blue Earth County is Blue Earth County okay. is, and we're going to you know lighting and stuff. But it's it's a huge huge amount of money. It's going to save the taxpayers a lot of money in the county. But what I would like to uh, ask business owners, people that have parking lots, look into getting an EV charging unit in your um, parking lot. Parking lot is are they very expensive? I you know a lot of times you can go through XL Energy a lot a different mm-hmm. and get uh, get a lot of it funded. I can't tell you that I don't have okay. that. Uh, Blue Earth County doesn't have that kind of resource, but. But XL Energy does. They, in fact, if I, I know we were at the state fair this last summer, and that was a big thing that they talked to people about is that they have, they have the the charging units, and they actually have, you know, programs set up where you can buy them through them, and you can get them installed. And, you know, I I love it. I you know I'm I'm gonna just say I'm over sixty, and for me to embrace it. And learn something brand new is, you know, even my son who is a car, a car fanatic just looks at me and says, Mom, you know more about electric cars <laughs> than I do. And so it, it's fun. I, I won't say that there's not the drawbacks because yeah. obviously with the cold weather we have, we've... Yeah, how does that impact it, the very cold weather we have? It takes about 40% off from the battery. Because power. even with my car, I've just got the regular gas powered and my battery will sure. sometimes not turn over when it's worn sure. down. It takes, we, we found that it takes it takes about 40% okay. off from the, the charge. 
but how far has, can you it go? It hasn't affected us. Uh, right now, I think we're sitting about 140 miles. 158. The last time I looked. 158. Before during, you have to power up. Before, yeah. Uh, last summer, it was 270 that we had. When it wasn't so cold. When it wasn't so oh, cold. Oh, okay. So it makes that's a that's a pretty big difference. But it's it's for us if we're going to go a long distance, I usually take my truck. Okay. You know, and it's just one of those things. We we also camp, so of course we take the truck when we camp. This yeah. is you know, it's everybody everybody has this feeling that oh if you're electric you got to be all electric. Well, I've never had that feeling. I have nothing against gas vehicles. You know, but what but, a great alternative but, this is! But it's great to be able to do both. I've heard a lot about people complaining we don't have the infrastructure. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because it is true that people do say that. And like Lee says, he does the modified hybrid because that maybe where he goes there isn't that infrastructure where we can plug in, and so has that option. Right, and and you know when you look at infrastructure, and I was it was funny just before before we came here, and I was looking on on the internet as to when electric vehicles came around, and of course the first electric vehicles were almost coming around before gas vehicles were back in the 1800s. I, I was going to say, I said the first electric vehicle was created in 1832 is what yeah, they say. Yep, yep. And, yep. It's, and it's really interesting. In fact, at the end of the 1800s, electric vehicles were more popular than gas vehicles were. In fact, the women didn't like the gas vehicles back in the early 1900s because of all you had to turn the crank and you had the soot oh. and stuff so they liked the electric vehicles <laughs> okay. of course roads weren't made for anybody back then because all we had dirt and gravel roads yeah. and during rain and stuff that you couldn't go but uh it wasn't until um 1912 that the self-starting engine was you know the electric starter was and then all of a sudden that's when really gas vehicles took off but if you think Model T was first put out in 1907. The first gas station in the United States wasn't built until 1912. The first gas station in the state of Minnesota wasn't built until 1920. Our infrastructure wasn't ready for gas vehicles back in the early 1900s. And yeah, we're not ready for 200 million electric vehicles, but we don't have 200 million. Well, and, and they won't be for everyone. You know, there there are some people that will never embrace them. Well, they say a lot of times if you're just tooling around town, you know, a lot of people go less than 30 miles a day. I mean, you don't need Best anything bigger world. than that. Right. Uh, and that's, you know, that's where the leaf came in. That's where, because like when the leaf first came out, I think it uh, might have had like a 50 or 60 mile radius that it could go. Well, most people don't drive more than that a day. Uh, well, there's a, a fact here that I have. It says about 50%, 57% of consumers avoid EVs, electric vehicles, because they worry about running out of charge, but only 5% of owners have ever run out. So it's a matter of planning ahead. Have you ever had any issues, Lee, with yours? Because you can switch over to gas anytime, or how does that work? No, I haven't. Um, you know, it's my, my thinking is, and I'm sure fans and Mary agree, is that if you've got two cars, one should be electric. Okay. Mm-hmm. At right now, <clears throat> and I'm out here in California, and I'm in an area where the you see more Teslas than any other brand of car right now. 
I think yep. a lot of people well, would say that the Tesla is one of the newer one, and I and they say that the Tesla can compete and actually maybe even go faster like a sports car. And I I had an individual who is a just bought a Tesla and just can't say enough about it, but was unable to connect with him on this program. But that's kind of the new newer electric technology. Is that correct? Well, it's been around for a few years. You know, believe it or not, I think, and Vance may know more about this than I, that there was a somebody, a couple of brothers, making electric cars in Mankato in the early part of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Really? They didn't survive. Yeah. yeah. There were three, I think, three car manufacturers in oh. Mankato at one time. Did not know that. Did they, and then they sort of uh, kind of disappeared or got gobbled up or something. Well, anytime you have a new technology, you have a lot of, you know, a lot of people doing exciting things. Mm-hmm. Some succeed, some don't, some get bought out. But that's just the history of technology. So, you know, uh, Newport Beach, where I am now, is, you know, it's pretty well-to-do. And so, you know, there are a lot of Teslas. Not too many Bolts or Nissan Leafs. Tesla's the car. Mm-hmm. Because you know, te- but, but, um, but Tesla historically has a higher range. I mean, yes. from everything that I read about them and I've read about Teslas, I mean, you know. They're three, made well. Yeah, they're made well, and 300 miles is, it seems like, from what I've read, is almost pretty standard, obviously, during the summer in good weather or whatever. but Right. But but unfortunately for a lot of people, the Teslas is, is cost prohibitive, too. It's, and that's it's what I was going to say. I, I read that the cost of electric vehicles are up to maybe 40% more than your regular cars in some cases. So that might be a prohibiting factor for some. But, uh, Lee, I don't know, because you've had yours longer can you talk about how much money you've actually saved? Have you ever figured that out? Or maybe you have Vance or Mary? I, I, I haven't calculated that. Oh, okay. That. You, you know, I just, I, <clears throat> go ahead, Vance. Since we got the Bolt, yeah. um, before we had the Bolt, I was driving my pickup everywhere, and she was driving her Volkswagen Bug everywhere. And But yeah. since we got the Bolt, the go-to yeah. vehicle is the Bolt. Oh. Yes. I don't think... In the last year since we, well, since six we, months. Six months. We've had it. That I've put gas in the pickup more than maybe a dozen times. And that's yeah. only if I had to drive to the cities. Because if I have to drive, like I, I, you know, for a board meeting or something down at the courthouse, I, I'd take the bolt and come back. And right. I mean, it's, I mean, you take, uh, that's, that's our go to vehicle. And, our electric bill has maybe gone up 10 or $20 a month, but that certainly doesn't cover the amount of gas that we would have used. Especially now. Uh, yeah. and, but it's interesting, and, and of course, everybody likes to, to consider the gas. I've told people, if you really are concerned about the gas prices, push electric vehicles. Because yeah. back in 2020, our gas prices went way down for the reason is that nobody was driving. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, if we had half the vehicles were electric, there would be so so little gas being used that the gas price would dip back down again. You know? And 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 they look at me and says, Well how can that be? I says, think of it. It's I mean, it's just the demand Mm-hmm. isn't there so your price is going to go down but our gas yep. prices um, mary was looking on on the internet the other day 
in Norway, their gas prices are eight dollars a gallon. Eight dollars so, and sixty-eight cents a gallon. So, so their their electric vehicles out there are so wanted. They're they're, you know, because it's I I'm on a couple of different sites, and there's a site that's called Women Drive Electric, and it, and it's awesome <laughs> because it's young women, it's old women, it's middle age, it's whatever. And we're all experiencing driving these vehicles, and it is from all over the world. And, I, you know, I've learned so much. Like I said, the, the lady said $8.68 a gallon. So she says, I love it when I don't have to do, when I don't have to go to a gas station anymore. And, you know, you, I, I do have to make this point, though. When you, when you talk about horsepower of these, en- these cars, hands down, my bolt will beat anybody's car from really? a stop sign. Are you serious? Oh, because oh that's I think the, that's the, the old torque the torque on oh. an electric vehicle is amazing. I think that's part of the thinking is that they're sluggish. Or is that oh an old oh, no. or is that an old thought? <laughs> okay, maybe I And you know, it's funny I just saw a YouTube video this morning. Uh Jay Leno has this one hundred year old electric vehicle. Wow. And he even that vehicle, he said Although the top range was 20, 25 miles an hour, he says the torque on it, he says it's it might have been 20, 25 miles an hour, but I can go uphill at 20, 25 Gee. miles an hour. He says the torque on an electric vehicle, because you don't have a clutch, you don't have yeah. the transmissions, you don't have the stuff that you have on a gas-powered vehicle. So it relates to more power, and that's where Tesla is just coming out very, now, very strong. Now, is the Tesla a plug-in, or is it the is it a battery electric vehicle, which is one that's all electric? Well, it's it's, it's all electric. It's all electric. It's all electric. So, yeah, all electric. but they all plug in. Oh, but, but they, they all, all have plug. to. Okay, oh, gotcha. They all have to be plugged plug in. in. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I have a question. I uh, b- before you go, Lee, I have a question. This is like a devil's advocate thing. So I've seen on sure. social media where people have said, well, yeah, electric vehicles are great, but it takes coal to make electricity. How do you respond? Well, less and less coal. I mean, very soon we'll, have, we'll not even use coal for power plants. A lot of that's political. In some states, they actually subsidize coal plants uh, just to you know satisfy the powers that be. We're, I, I would say in 10 years, there will be no more coal-fired energy electricity in, in Minnesota. So, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that is, a, that is an argument that's out there, so I just wanted to see what your thoughts were. I know, I know. And it's, yeah, I mean, people will make all kinds of arguments. But I want to say something about the Bolt that Vance and Mary have. Vance is a big guy. Yeah, and he's yet. very tall. How tall are you, Vance? <laughs> well, I don't know how tall I am, but I I, I, I beef out a little bit. Probably, <laughs> probably a little bit too much. I, I come in around 260 pounds. And you're so. a tall guy, too. I am 6'1", yeah. Okay. So, so what he can fit in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it comfortable? Com- very yeah. comfortable. Because, it's, you know, you mentioned small car, so I was thinking, oh, little car, big oh, guy. No. That would be uncomfortable. They have, they have built-in, um, what do I want to call it, back it, support and... Obviously, you know, tilt wheel and the whole works and yeah. Did they don't have the trunk space though? Do they? Sure, they do. Oh yeah. Oh, do they? Because oh, I always thought that the battery took up a lot. And see, these are no, myths. Maybe no, we're no. Trying. The battery is completely on your on the floor. Oh. It runs okay. from the front to the back. In fact, mm-hmm. after if if you got time afterwards, we can show you right on right on the bolt where the battery is at and how it lays. So it's it's really interesting. 
Uh, but it's interesting when you start talking about those myths and stuff. Um, well, there's a lot, and I mean, I've heard them, and I, this is why I'm having this show, because hopefully we'll the, clear them. The, a, lot of, a lot of propaganda comes back f- from big oil, because they don't mm-hmm. want, they do not want to have electric cars being popular. That's where in a lot of your politicians that are against an electric vehicle for some reason have have heard from big oil that we don't want this. This well, happens big oil bucks. Yeah. Right. You're exactly right. And that's follow and, the money. And follow that's exactly. Money. But this isn't new. Uh there was an electric vehicle being built in Scotland back in the 1800s and the railroad company came out and destroyed the electric vehicle because they didn't they oh. thought it was going to take over the railroad you know. know that so you know that kind of stuff happens it happens 150 years ago but it can happen now too because sure. but the people that are against this are for some reason getting their propaganda from big oil and and, yeah. and big oil doesn't want it well and that's why you know, when you contacted us, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. You know, and there'll be people that, you know, I'll have the car someplace in the parking lot or whatever, and I'll get in and I'll push the button or, or I'll have it running, you know, while I'm loading, you know, and it's like everybody looks at you because you can't hear it. Right. My sister has a Lincoln that's a, I guess it's a hybrid, and, and mm-hmm. you, you don't even know it's running. It sounds like it, when when you get in it and you back out of the garage, we always said it sounds like, Kind of a a why uh, science fiction yeah type sound, sound. because it makes <laughs> you know, but it makes, it makes a, a sound it makes a sound just so there's something so people can hear it <laughs> right yeah so but, you can know but yeah another nice thing about having it in the garage in this kind of weather though is you can start the vehicle in the garage with all the garage doors down you don't have to oh, worry, worry about, about carbon exhaust. monoxide because right. there is none. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And so how much, do you know this, Lee, how much do they cut back on things like carbon dioxide that's going to make ozone issues, et cetera? Do you know? Well, the car itself, yeah, I mean, an electric car has no emissions. Okay. The only emissions related to the electric car are, is you know, from the energy used to produce it. And if it's renewable energy, then there's zero there, mm-hmm. and in the manufacturing process. Are there issues uh, with them, um, like when the batteries? I assume you have to replace them after some time. Disposal of the batteries is that an issue? That's being worked on. Okay. Um, Tesla has built recycling plants, mm-hmm. actually right next to their uh, manufacturing plants, and uh, there are another number of other entrepreneurs that are building uh, recycling facilities for uh, batteries. And plus, uh, when a battery stops being usable for an electric car, uh, then they can repurpose it to uh, use as a backup battery in homes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Okay, hold on so a second. It this, is an issue, but it's being solved. I have a listener who sent me a question here. He's not sure if you touched on this subject yet, but what about folks that say the batteries are made from lithium and this disruption of the earth with lithium mines? that uh, pretty soon we'll be running out of lithium. Well, we're not going to run out of lithium. There's a lot of lithium. Um, but it is can be destructive in the mining process. That's an issue. There's also the issue of cobalt coming from the Congo uh, and also rare earths coming from China. Uh, a lot of this stuff is actually available. It's a matter of cost and who controls the market. Um, but, 
you know, lithium, there's a, there's a lot of lithium in the United States and, um, and elsewhere in the world. So, But there is new battery technology. They're looking, there are so many battery startups now, small companies that are developing new kinds of batteries. And it could be the kind of batteries we use in electric cars today may not, you know, may only um, be around that technology for another 10 or 15 years because I before could s- something else replaces it. I could see her point where you have, mining is very destructive to our mm-hmm. natural resources as well, so is it going to be a trade-off? Well, when you think about the the batteries, and, and, I, and I get the mining, and, and we have uh, some people that believe that, you know, that's, that are concerned about... Um, uh, slave labor being used in the mines and stuff like that. But they're not concerned about using their cell phones that use the same battery. <laughs> and, and, uh, in, and, and we had this discussion once before with, with a, uh, a individual, and, and he said, well, yeah, but there's so much more of a battery. And that's true, except there's, there's millions of times more cell phones being sold than any Yes. Electric cars. So trust me, there's much more lithium being sold for, for your cell phone right now than there is for uh, electric cars. Yeah. Um, it's Correct. just it's just you have to look at the big picture and say, okay, now what is the real reason that you're against this? Yeah. And don't don't start coming out with with these horror stories and saying this is why I'm against it. When when in reality. He's he's got a cell phone in his pocket and he he, he uses that all the time. So it's, Plus he may be driving this huge monster pickup truck <laughs> and he's creating climate change. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. it's uh, you know they don't want to look at the big big. And I have no problem with people complaining as long as they they uh, use it all all the way through. You know, use that, uh, okay, I'm not going to use a cell phone because of this, and I'm not going to use, you know. Well, and that's why Vance made that statement. We have a gas. We have a pickup. We have a big pickup because we camp. Mm-hmm. But we also, like I said, we, we bought the the EV, and, you know, I just look at it because I've always, uh, my whole life I've always thought, you know, we need to do something instead of relying on Middle East and wherever we're we're bringing our our gasoline from and I guess for the first time in my life I can honest to God say that I am doing something about it because and and I'm loving it while I'm doing it because like I said this this car is just a blast to drive it's so much fun we are unfortunately out of time but I want to let Lee make a plug for something that's coming up he is with the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council and they are having a meeting next week to have a speaker, Anjali Baines from Fresh Energy and the lead director of Energy Access and Equity. And she's talking about the infrastructure bill, particularly the federal funding for EV charging and EV buses, and how to address questions of access and affordability of the EVs, which are electrical vehicles, and equity and transportation in Minnesota. And so it sounds like a really great event and people can join via the zoom i should let people know it's friday february 11th uh, or 9 to 10 15 a.m via zoom is there a place right. I, I think you could if you go to your website could they link from there it's smcleanenergy.org that is correct 
yeah. or, or Google uh, South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. And, and then the, the uh, it, it's under upcoming events. And now the link is on there. And it's free well, and it's free. open to the public. So what a great way to listen to more information. I mean, we've talked with some owners of the electric vehicles, Vance Struenberg, Mary Stindle, as well as Lee Pomeroy, who are owners and are very pleased with what they have so far. And so mm-hmm. gotten that point of view and talked about some of the maybe cons as well. And with everything, there's pros and cons. Anything else you'd like to add before I let you guys go? I want to thank you again for coming on the show. You know, I the would. only thing I want to, the only thing I want to add is there are so many sites out there. I know that this summer we will take a trip with it simply because there are so many sites that'll show you where the chargers are and they will even show you how to do your trips and how you where you stop to do your charging and things really? like that. Okay. And you know, and the thing is is this is this is brand new and I know that we will do it. We love a new adventure and so this for us is gonna be a new adventure. In fact, when we drive anywhere now Vance and I are both so aware of where there's chargers. Okay. You know, whether it's a, there's a gas station, whether you're going to the Mall of America, whether you're at Kohl's, wherever you're at, there are charging stations. And people need to understand that they're out there. See, and, and if you don't look for them, I don't know any of them because I've never really had any reason to. So Exactly. And I, and I make a point when if we're ever stopping at a hotel and if they don't have a charging station... I make a point to talk to the management and say, you have an issue here because <laughs> you're going to have people that have EV cars and they want to have a charging station at the hotel. You're finding more and more, most of your hotels are getting it. Is that going to be an expense for business people then to have these stations? Is that going to be something some are going to be like, oh, it's going to cost me too I, much? Uh, you know, they're they're going to be able to charge for it. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I there's mean, a, depending order on, or yeah. give it. So you free, pay to you be know, charged. If they don't put them in, they'll lose. Yeah. If they don't put them in, they'll lose business. Okay. That's right. Yeah. 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 Because if if we went across country with our Bolt, mm-hmm. we would only go to a hotel that's got a charging station. That's well, just the way it is. And the other thing that I'll tell you is that we do not have it. And I know you're running out of time, but I do want to I, I want to say this because I spend a lot of time looking at it because I love it. I, I just embrace it now. It's called Electrify America. And with Electrify America, usually the three-day weekends, you can charge free. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, they, uh, you know, we don't have any in Minnesota, but out east and out west, they're very, from my understanding, they're very popular and free charging. Okay. You Lee, know. you had one more thing you wanted to add. Well, I wanted to say that the chief engineer on the Chevrolet Volt was a guy named Josh Ch- mm-hmm. Cable. Yep. yep. Who yep. went to MSU Mankato? Yep. Yes, that is right. So the bolt originated idea from Mankato, Minnesota State Mankato, which is really awesome. Thanks for bringing that up, by the way. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Wow, well, sure. it's 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 sure. only the best college in the United States. So what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And on that note, I want to thank you all for joining me here, mm-hmm. Vance Struenberg, Mary Stendel, and also Lee Pomeroy for talking about their experience and look up more information if you want, and also go to this Zoom meeting. Sponsored by the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council coming up on February 11th, 9 to 10.15 a.m. via Zoom. And all you got to do is uh, Google SouthernMinnesotaCleanEnergy.org and then you can find the link to that and learn more right there. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it and enjoy the warmth over there in California. (laughs) Will do. Okay, Okay. bye-bye.
Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where you are part owner, member NCUA. More at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by Lee Pomeroy. Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where you're part owner, member NCUA. More at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org.